Hi, everybody. Happy 2022. I hope you all had a great time ringing in the new year, whether you went out or stayed in, whatever you chose to do. We were lucky enough to have uh, one of our best friends here from Chicago. And because everyone we know was getting sick with COVID, we decided to huddle up together in the house and we binge watched a show on Netflix or I don't know, one of those channel, one of those streaming channels. And we played Scrabble and we made delicious food and we had a great New Year's. So that was really wonderful for us. I hope you all had a great New Year's. I'm excited to dive into the content that I'm going to be putting out this year, this next year. I've got some really cool things planned and I kind of just was able to take a breather and find a renewed direction for this podcast. So I'm pretty excited to get on that path and share some things with you. I've created some resources to give to everyone, um, completely free, of course. And I just hope that in this coming year, I can, you know, share share what I've been through and the lessons I've learned so that maybe someone else's road can be just a little bit easier and someone else's road to their own authenticity to, to understanding what that means on a deeper level can be a little easier than mine was. That's kind of the whole goal of this podcast. So we're going to dive straight in. I'm super excited to get to this first episode of the year and thank you again for joining me. So let's get going. Hey everyone, welcome to Owning Your Authenticity with me, Diana Terry. This podcast is all about breaking down the stereotypes we were raised with to create our real, authentic life. We talk about every kind of relationship, life and business, creating worthy routines, setting boundaries, and leaning into that little voice that says, you are meant for more. If you've checked off all the boxes of what you were supposed to do, and you still feel like it's not right or not enough, then this podcast is for you. I know that your time is super valuable, so thank you for joining me, and let's get started. All right, guys. We are here in January. This is being released the second week of January, well, the 10th day of January. And, um, you know, we get in that point, I feel like every year between the holidays and the new year, there's everyone talks about, oh, yeah, we take time off for the holidays and we go away and we celebrate. But at least here in America, it feels like the most stressful time of year. And there is no rest in between anything. And there's always that awkward week between Christmas and New Year's where you're like, well, do I do I go hard and finish a bunch of stuff for the end of the year or do I take a week off and rest? For us, it's a little different. Um, my fiance's birthday is on the 29th. So there's always some sort of celebration happening for us in that time. But what I wanted to address was that that feeling of like, okay, so you, you hustle, 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 you get through the holidays, you go to the parties, you see the family, you buy all the things, you decorate your house, you get the tree, you know, you cook all the food. And then, you know, the clock strikes midnight on December 31st. And then all of a sudden, it's a new year. And you're like, okay, that's it. I got to hit the ground running. I have goals to meet. And I'm going to lose that 15 pounds. And I'm going to drink all the water. And then we try and do all this stuff at once. And there's been no period of just stillness in between. And that's what I want to talk about. So in the past, I've done the same thing. You know, you hit the ground running January 31st. You're like, okay, I do I do my vision board. And I set all these goals and I got to go achieve them all right now. And 95% of the time, none of it sticks. 
because it's just we're not giving ourselves the time to process. The last year for us, we didn't even take down our Christmas decorations until like two days ago because Amanda was sick and I was trying to work and the kids were back in school and it was just too much and we didn't even get to take it down and like release last year until two days ago. So I want to talk about this in-between time and my new process that I do is I don't sit here and go, okay, January 1st is the start of everything. I sit here and go, okay, January 1st is the beginning of my foundational month. So January for me is my foundation month. And I spend this month getting myself, building myself a foundation to achieve success, not not immediate success and not temporary success, but success in the things that I want to do. So You know, when we jump from project to project without any reflection or even celebration or planning, we're not doing ourselves any justice. We're not appreciating the work that we've done in the past. We're not taking the moment to celebrate the little wins or the big wins or the the closing of a season, the closing of a year. And we're not taking the time to really, really plan for the next year or the next month or the next week. December's so busy and we jump headfirst into this new us. So it's a simple thing is like if you look at the statistics on gym memberships. January 1st, statistically, gym memberships go up 12% in one month. That's a lot if you think about, you know, those gyms that are our corporations and are all over the country. 12% increase in, in profit is huge. Of that 12% though, 4% quit by the end of January. And then statistically, 14% quit by the end of February. And overall, 80% of those people quit within five months. So five months, if you sit there and say, okay, I want to have this big goal, only 20% of people statistically when it comes to gyms are are sticking with it and have made it a sustainable, this is what I'm going to do thing. So when we think about that, in the terms of, you know, goal setting and and reaching for this next version of ourselves that I always talk about, I don't want to be 80% that gives up on myself after a few months. I would rather be that 20%. So what's the difference between that 20% and that 80%? And in my opinion, the difference is their foundation, the foundation they built. So when we talk, I mean, you, you know, you can talk about foundations, there's foundations that are nonprofits, there's the foundation of, you know, education, there's the building foundation of a house. And that's the kind of um, metaphor that I'm going to be using today. So when you build a foundation on a house, there's a couple steps. And we're going to go over these steps, because we're going to talk about four steps. And four steps to help you build a foundation for the rest of this year that can help you become part of that 20%, that 20% that sticks with it, that 20% that reaches that big goal. We want to be part of that 20%. So step one is excavation. So if you're going to build a foundation of a home, you have to dig it out. You dig out the excavation. You you take out what doesn't serve well. You take out the roots of things that aren't going to grow anymore. You take out the dirt and the trash and everything else that's left behind. And if you want to... Um, hear a little bit more about that, you can listen to my last episode where I talked about leaving things behind, not taking with us into the new year, the things that don't serve us well. And that's what we're doing when we're we're doing this step one of building our one month foundation is our excavation. So whether you have to make a list of the things that aren't serving you, 
whether you need to, if, if you're sitting here going, oh, it's as simple as I need to cl- deep clean my house. And some people think, oh, you got to wait for spring clean. You don't have to wait for anything. Just go do what you need to do. Let's excavate the things out of our lives that are not going to serve us well moving forward to these big goals that we're setting. So that's step one. We leave behind the things that aren't growing anymore or the things that are actively holding us back. And that can be hard to do. A lot of times, you know, it can be a relationship. It can be a habit. Um, Sometimes you just simply need to set a boundary. And obviously, you guys know that I talk about that quite often. But boundaries really help us in so many ways, business, everything else. I mean, boundaries help us respect ourselves and what we need a lot more. So if you if you want to learn more about like when to set healthy boundaries and how to, you can listen to episodes nine and 10 of my podcast. Um, but yeah, make that list of the things that aren't aren't going to do well. Excavate those things out of your space and that that leaves space for us for step two. And step two is they frame it out. So they take um, what weatherproofed wood or I forget the term and they they frame out the space that the architect or the designer has said, this is the size and the space, like the space of what we need to build this building. So framing it out is the equivalent of our goal setting. And next week, I'm going to do a deep dive on how I do goal setting personally, and I'm going to share my process with you guys. So stay tuned for that next week. Oh, actually, that's going to be out tomorrow, (laughs) because I'm a little behind. Um, So step two is we're going to frame it out. So with your goal setting, you're going to sit there and say, these are the parameters of what I'd like to accomplish. Okay, so whether it's uh, you want to lose a certain amount of weight, whether it's a business goal, I want to reach a certain amount in sales, if you're, you know, an entrepreneur, whether it's a time goal, whether you're sitting here saying I need to prioritize my mental health more. So I've decided to frame out the amount of time I need every week to invest in myself, whether I'm going to therapy Um, If it means going for a walk for my mental health or just, you know, having some alone time to read, whatever it is. So we're going to we're just going to frame it out. It's like a little brainstorming session. These are this is what I need. And then the third step is when they put in the rebar and the concrete and rebar and concrete is what fills in the rest of this base. So this is what strengthens it. And this to me is probably one of the most important steps because it's very, very easy to um, do the frame out part. To me, step two is the easy part because you get to sit there and you get to be a dreamer. You get to say, oh yeah, I want to I wanna look like this. For me, I've got a wedding coming up in October. You know, I, I want to look a certain way. I'm spending a lot of money on a dress. I want to look good in that dress <laughs> or I want to feel good in that dress. Let's put it that way. But so step two is the fun part. Step three is when you have to be really honest with yourself and say, okay, if I want to be part of that 20%, that sticks with it and it becomes sustainable. This becomes a new habit. This becomes my new reality. Um, You need to look at what you need to reach and maintain your goals. So if you're sitting here saying, okay, my goal is to lose 15 pounds. That's what would make me feel really confident in myself. And you know that you are not the type of person that likes to work out at home. You're not, you know, you won't do it if you have to do it in your living room. Okay, maybe you need to go get a gym membership. Or a membership to a cycling place or pure bar or whatever it is. If you're sitting there saying, I am a mom, I'm a stay-at-home mom, and I need to prioritize my mental health more, okay, maybe you need to line up a babysitter at a set time every week to give you your alone time 
to accomplish your goals. Or maybe you need to take some courses or education. If you're sitting here saying, I want to get this certification because it will enhance my ability to reach this goal. You know, I'm going to go get a, you know, if you're a a nutritional coach, you want to go get a nutritional certification or become a personal trainer. Or um, if you are a legal secretary but would like to level up your game, maybe go get your paralegal certification. So research that, the courses, the education, that plan that tool that you need to achieve the bigger goal. Or if you're simply saying, I want to, I want to eat healthier. I want to make better food choices. So I feel better. Maybe you need to clean out your pantry or set up like they have those produce box deliveries so that you are guaranteed to get your veggies every week, even if you don't make it to the farmer's market or the store that week. So step three, that rebar on concrete, that solidifying of our foundation is, is probably the hardest part, but it's going to be what separates us from that 20% to that 80%. It's, it's giving us, making sure we have all the tools in our toolbox to, to do the work to get where we want to be. And then step four is when we start building towards our goal, one brick at a time. So we've got all the concrete poured and everything, and now we start building brick by brick to to get to the final product of where we want to be, who we want to be, how we want to feel, whatever, whatever your goal is. So the brick part is, is the little part. That's the stuff that you have to continue to strive for because sometimes you'll, you'll lay three or four bricks. You'll have these, a bunch of accomplishments all happen at once. And then other times it could be weeks before you lay one. So that's where that commitment to ourselves comes in that commitment to that next version of yourself, that commitment to living an authentic life, that's where it all comes in. So one way that we can really hone in on the consistency of continuing to show up for ourselves is to make sure that we have a healthy celebration for each brick that we lay. So say say your goal is weight. This one's just so easy to talk about because we can put it in numbers. If I want to lose 20 pounds before the wedding, I've got 10 months to lose 20 pounds. That's two pounds a month. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, my brain's not working. Um, So I sit there and I go, okay, every every time I lose that two pounds and keep it off for a week, uh, I'm going to I'm going to give myself a celebration. But I'm going to give myself a healthy celebration. Because there's a difference between just celebrating and then a healthy celebration. I could sit there and celebrate and be like, cool, I'm going to go eat ice cream covered in chocolate and eat four pounds of it or whatever. Cheers to me. I don't think that's going to serve you well. Yourself on a beautiful hike on a Saturday because you reach that goal and the celebration will be that view you get at the top. So make sure to define what a healthy celebration is for you. Um, one thing that I like to do is I keep a running list of things that I want to buy, but can't justify like spending my everyday money on. So Amanda knows that I have this list that way if she ever wants to just go buy me something if she's like I'm gonna splurge and spoil Diana today she can go to my list and be like oh these are things that she wants but won't spend her own money on. I think everybody has that mental list. I write mine down 
So for me, it's like, okay, say I'm, I reach that first brick. I can just go to my list and be like, okay, well, what, what can I go get for myself to celebrate? Maybe I go buy a new book at Barnes Noble or a new workout outfit or whatever it may be. But you have to define what a healthy celebration is for you before you go into it, before you get to that first goal. Because if we don't plan and educate ourselves on what is good for us, it's so easy to fall off the rails. It's so easy to have a misstep or or whatever you want to call it. So for me, I take the first month of the year now to do this. This is my one month foundation. And so I don't have my vision board ready on January 1st because I haven't even taken down my Christmas lights. <laughs> so I take the first month of the year and I say, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to give myself a good foundation for where I want to be at the end of the year. Because think about it, if you want to go start at the gym and you're like, okay, well, I need to drink more water to do that. If you try and do everything all at once, and this is what across every self-help, personal growth platform, anybody that any tells you, if you try and achieve all the goals at once, you will fail. You will fail because it's just your body doesn't need to go kick it into overdrive and fix everything all at once. So for me, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm, I would like to look a certain way for my wedding. Well, this month I'm focusing on not drinking and replacing that with drinking water. Cool. I already have a gym membership, so it's there when I'm ready and I can go intermittently, but I'm focusing on sitting here going, you know what? I, I take my vitamins every day and I drink my water and I'm getting mentally ready to be at the point where my next step is going to the gym consistently or doing a workout consistently, working out with friends consistently or continuing to not drink so that I feel good enough every day to do that workout. So again, step one is the excavation, removing the things that are holding you back, are not going to serve you well, that don't have a place in the next version of you. And if you want to hear more about that, you can go listen to the last episode. Step two is framing it out. This is your goal setting, which again, next week or tomorrow, I'm going to release an episode that details my goal setting strategy, and it has a a printable for you, so you can join my email list and get all that. Step three is the rebar and the concrete. These are the things that fill in the rest of your base, what you need to reach and maintain your goals. So whether they're physical things that you need, whether it's time that you need, whether you need some more education, if you need uh, more therapy, whatever it is. This is where you say, okay, I'm going to get the tools that I need to get where I want to be and to stay there, to maintain my goals. And step four is building your, towards your goals, one brick at a time. Having those healthy celebrations, having those healthy moments where you can be proud of yourself and say, man, I'm, I'm one step higher. Cool great. I'm so proud of myself. I did this. I solidified it. And now I'm going to go on to the next step. And we take that moment to really celebrate because if you if you don't enjoy the journey, which everyone says, it's not just about the goal destination. But if I spend 10 months trying to lose weight and I'm miserable for 10 months, I'm not just going to feel better on the one day that I look great. I want to feel better the whole time. I want to feel better the whole process. I want to shed that version of me that's five pounds ago And celebrate that version of me that's now. And then look forward to that version of me that's another five pounds down. And it's about giving yourself permission to do that. The permission to feel good. The permission to say, 
I did a great job. So one thing that I've I've done with my kids for years now, I read it. I don't know if it was in a therapy thing or most likely something on Instagram. But when my kids accomplish something, I say, wow, I'm so proud of you. But are you proud of yourself? Because I don't want their accomplishments and them feeling good to be linked to me being proud of them. I don't want them to be searching for my approval. I want them to be searching for their own approval, which is something it took me a long time to learn. And so I'm trying to instill that in my children at a young age so that they can not constantly be looking for outward approval, that they can understand that their inward approval is what they need. That's all they need. They don't need to make other people happy. They need to make themselves happy. They don't need to make other people proud. They need to make themselves proud. And in turn, other people will be proud of them. But that's just a bonus. And I mean, that's a lot of what I talk about on this podcast in general. But I hope that this resonated with some of you guys. I hope that you're having a great first couple of weeks of 2022. I hope that you're staying safe and happy and healthy. And I hope that this year brings you a sense of freedom, a sense of freedom in investing in yourselves, a sense of freedom in knowing that you deserve the best and you deserve to ask for what you want. And hopefully I can connect with a lot more of you over this next year. I'm thrilled to be able to continue to show up in this space and to have the audience that I have. And I'm looking to grow that. I want to help as many people as possible. And that's that's honestly my goal. So that's one of my bricks right there. So happy new year, all. I love you guys. I am excited to share with you tomorrow my goal setting strategies. And I've got a free printable workbook for you. Um, so yeah, I, I appreciate you guys listening. Please do me a favor. If you know someone who deserves to not push so much pressure on themselves, share this with them right now in case they're trying to rush their way into achieving everything all in the first two weeks of the year. Everyone deserves to give themselves the benefit of the doubt and to give themselves the time to set a healthy foundation so we can be part of that 20% that sticks with it. So I love you guys. I'm excited for tomorrow's episode. Thank you. And I will see you 